Hey guys, do you suffer from aches and pains, specifically the ones that you get on your neck, back, hips, everything in between? I know I do, and that's usually the sign for me to see a chiropractor. Well, I'd like to introduce our very first sponsor, and it is Dr. Andy from Cardinal Chiropractic and Sports Recovery. Dr. Andy specializes in helping runners, CrossFitters, and anyone else who loves a fitness lifestyle feel better, move better, and have more energy. He's actually helped a few of my close friends with some of their aches and pains as well. And as a special bonus, listeners of this podcast can get 15% off a dry needling package if they mention the podcast by name. That's Cooler Conversations. So if you want to feel your best, please be sure to check them out on Instagram at Cardinal Cairo Sports or on Facebook or their website, www.cardinalchirosports.com. And if you're not in the Burlington area, please be sure to hit up those Instagram and Facebook pages as well because there's plenty of content on there for you to dive in and find out what's going to work best for you. So again, that's Cardinal Cairo Sports on Facebook and Instagram or the website, www.cardinalchirosports.com. 15% off a dry needling package. You can't beat it. So without further ado, let's jump into the show. Welcome to the Cooler Conversations podcast, the podcast culmination of cool stories and the coolest people. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you're not so new, welcome back. And if I'm welcoming you back, please be sure to hit us up on the uh, social media apps, review this podcast on Apple, follow us on Spotify, do all any others. Guys, today's guest is the owner of Mitch Webb's Health Coaching, one, a one-on-one coaching service to help you look and feel and perform your best by optimizing mindset, nutrition, and lifestyle choices one step at a time. And as the name implies, this is Mitch Webb. What's up, Mitch? Tyler, what's up, man? Thanks so much for having me, dude. It's an honor. Like we were talking about before the podcast started, uh, the reason kind of I wanted to reach out to you is we're kind of uh, what I've noticed with based off my readings is me and you are um, thinking in the same wavelength as far as like influences in books. Yeah, totally. I've, uh, you know, for me this past year, you know, we were talking before we got on air. I've kind of, of course, nutrition and lifestyle is my passion and my purpose in life, but I've, I've really kind of switched to focusing on the mindset because if we get a lot of baggage going into any kind of transformation um that's going to hold us back that's going to um you know suck us back into the old self we literally have to become someone new and and uh, yeah i think we've been reading a lot of the same books you know dr joe Dispenza, um uh biology of belief who is that uh bruce lipton you know deepak a lot of these uh thought leaders i've seen you reading it reading and, and posting about it and learning and uh, yeah i'm excited to chat too man so I know kind of I wanted to start from the beginning because everyone that usually starts into like the health coaching field, I've noticed that have like had a impact in other people's lives, start with their own story. And just to kind of summarize it up and then you can kind of go into depth. Um, you're a you're a Lyme disease survivor, a TBI survivor, and then probably the most uh, soul crushing thing of all, a corporate sales survivor. <laughs> So if, if you could kind of like break that down into, you're talking about mindset, what is it like going through those, um, those points of adversity and how do you work past that? Well, I mean, it's, it's necessity, right? It's, it's kind of like do or die in the beginning. I didn't have a choice. It was, uh, you know, I could have given up and I could have, uh, 
I, you know, there's something I share with my clients is being at cause or causing an effect, right? So if I'm at cause, I'm a victim. I, I uh, you know, I'm sitting under an apple tree. The apple falls on my head. It hits my head. It hurts. I look up at the tree and I say, damn you tree. Yeah. Right. Versus, and that's being at a cause. And so causing effect is, is choosing to, to move, right? Mm-hmm. Get out from under the tree, know the trees drop apples, take a bite and, and, and enjoy, you know, the good, the good part of life. And so, to, to get through something like that, you know, it, I think it's something that you've likely learned uh, through these mindset uh, modalities over the year. And it's you got to believe in something uh, before it manifests. So if I can get in touch, if I wake up every day and I think about my pain and my suffering and that's all I'm focusing on. Well, the law of attraction tells me I'm going to get more of that. I, I, my, my subconscious doesn't know the difference between, uh, you know, good th- thoughts and bad thoughts. But if I'm thinking about a, 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 a a negative thought all the time, my body thinks that's positive. It thinks that's what I want. So I'm going to bring more of that into my life. I'm going to be a victim. But if I can see what it is that I want, if I can visualize healing, if I can visualize, uh, you know, abundance, if I can visualize uh, a new relationship and I can feel uh, the emotion of what that feels like ahead of the event, well, then, then quantum physics tells us that event's going to come find me. Yeah. And so, you know, I've been working on my health for 10 years and I've done so much with nutrition and lifestyle, but I've taken a, uh, <laughs> a quantum leap when it came to the mindset. And now sharing that with my clients, you know, if you don't have the right mindset going into any kind of transformation, you're going to get sucked back into the, into the old self because most of us are asleep. You know, most of us are not aware of the program and the program is whatever, belief system that we're operating off of based on our experiences through life and our our conscious mind is there to to save us and so it's not it's not in your conscious mind these 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 limiting beliefs these uh these brandings if you will from childhood from throughout life we operate from and make decisions from those beliefs and we don't even know they're there so the first step is awareness and then and then creating the life that you want and then keeping that at the front of your mind and, and the sooner you can feel and get in touch with those emotions that you expect to feel when that event is, is manifest, the sooner it's going to come find you. You don't have to do the work. So do you, do you get to a point where you are seeking out adversity every single day so that you can have that sense of feeling or cause I've, uh, if you go back to like, if I've read a few of like Jordan Peterson's books where he talks about constantly confronting the dragon, like the knight has to go to the cave to fight the dragon, right? As opposed to cowering and trying to like feel bad for yourself. You talked about like getting out, getting out of the way of the apple. Do you ever get to a point where you're just confronting that, uh, that enemy and it makes it, you makes it seem smaller? Well, you know, I, I, I'm a big believer in building out your tool belt, yeah. right? And, and being able, having different, having the right tool for the job, you know? So, you know, do I want to bring hard things into my life? Yeah, there's, there, there's, there's definitely a place for that. I think there's a, something to be said for eating the frog, you know, doing the hard thing uh, first thing in the day, whether that's a, a big project that you're working on. For me, it might be, you know, getting into my, my sauna for, 30, 45 minutes and going back and forth into cold to, to elicit environmental stress, to, to do that big, scary thing first thing in the morning, uh, to, to get the things out of the way in the day so that I don't have uh, – get the biggest thing out of the way first thing in the day so I don't have decision fatigue later in the day. Um, but I, I'm still – man, I, I've, I've, to be honest with you, I'm still working through health stuff myself. So, um, And we can unpack that a little bit more. You know, This past couple of uh, months, this past year – 
it's really been all about hormones for me. And um, we initially, because of the head injuries, I had really low testosterone. Looking back on labs, it's been like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we decided, I started manifesting the, the symptoms and signs of low testosterone. It's going to be like lethargy, fatigue, uh, low libido, uh, not recovering from exercise, not sleeping. But I, and I wasn't noticing those. But what happened was, is when I got on the testosterone, uh, testosterone revealed that it was a hypothyroid issue. Mm. So I have both, both Hashimoto's and hypothyroid. Um, and I've been you know, lucky enough to have fantastic doctors around me. And so all the things that I had worked through to get better, the anxiety was a big thing for me. That all came roaring back in the past three months. And I felt like I was back in those Back in that mentality of I've got Lyme disease and I lived in a house with mold, diabetes, heavy metals, 100 pounds of weight. Like I was I was back in that. Right. And so it took all of the tools that I've gained up to this point to get through that. And I'm happy to say that literally in the past two weeks, literally, I'm feeling like myself again. Um, Things are coming back. But I went through the dark night of the soul. And if had I not been through that before, I would have it would have been really scary. You know, lots of suicidal thoughts, lots of negative. I mean, I was sleeping three to four hours a night. So, you know, over a course of two to three months, that gets kind of crazy. It starts to wear on you. And I had to really lean on, you know, manifestation, uh, you know, journaling, um, you know, just just unplugging, going for walks, doing what I love and, and constantly focusing on the vision that I want in the future. And it's like, as you do this work, you know, you're, you're asking the the higher spirit, the whatever you want to call it power um for a sign and you get these little signs that, that let you know that you're on the path of victory and keep you motivated to keep showing up keep doing that work and keep your mindset in the place that's going to allow you to be the person that you want to be and and leave that old self in the past does that answer the question that yeah it does it uh what i was going to then ask is when you're seeking out these things and you're manifesting do you find that your following or seeking out the serendipitous events in life more so than the mundane? Well, I, um, you know, it was funny. I discovered so I'm always, I'm doing, I'm getting into this thing and I'm going to be sharing this with clients. So it's called mental and emotional release. Have you ever heard of it? No. And so it's similar to Dr. Joe, you know, it's, 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 it's guiding a, a client into a subconscious um, state where you are able to leave, um, you're able to, to see it from, as an observer. You're not necessarily like when you go to normal therapy, you're reliving those, those negative thoughts and you're refiring those pathways in the brain and literally drumming up that, that neurology, that chemistry again. Yeah. When you do this with mental and emotional release, um, you, are, you are going in as an observer without the emotions and you're deciding to let that go. Okay. So for me, one of the, the emotions that I identified or the, the limiting beliefs that I had was, when there's a situation, I looked at the worst possible thing that could happen. My mm-hmm. wife calls me. She's on the way home from work, and I'm thinking about her dying in a car accident. You know, I, uh, I wake up in the morning. I don't feel good. I'm thinking about how bad my day is going to be. What if I don't get better from this insomnia? Am I going to get Alzheimer's and die? Like, those are all the worst possible things that can happen. But here's the thing. We don't have to, as humans, we don't have to experience something, an, an activity uh, uh, in life to know what it feels like to have love, joy, compassion, gratitude. So instead of, and that's what I've been doing recently is, man, I catch myself. And that's how we rewire the brain, catching yourself in action. You become aware of what it is that you want to change. And when you catch yourself throughout the day, you stop and you change, you do something different. And you literally are unhooking old connections and making and rewiring the brain. So for me, 
I try to think what's the best thing that can happen Yeah, when I catch myself doing that. Absolutely. Is that what you mean by, because I was looking at your Instagram page, uh, utilizing ancestral wisdom? Using Utilizing ancestral wisdom is more around the nutrition. It's eating whole foods and okay. getting back to the way that our ancestors have eaten for hundreds of thousands of years. Okay. Well, I was seeing a connection with that too. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, we can go down that rabbit hole, but, uh, yeah, just okay. getting back to how we, how we used to live. Okay. If you want to unpack that, we can, we can, uh, well, I'll, I'll skip going into like nutrition. Um, and we'll, we'll go back into it. So going into nutrition, uh, one of my biggest questions, cause I know you, uh, you talk about ketosis a lot. Um, I texted you the yesterday, what is the biggest difference between like a ketosis going into ketosis versus as far as a diet as of going versus um, I'm having a brain uh, <laughs> general calorie deficit diets because uh, I've talked to uh, several trainers I've talked to a couple people on this podcast and they it doesn't in their uh, in their thoughts it was it doesn't matter about any of the fancy diets it's all about calorie deficit so what is the difference between the ketosis versus the general calorie deficit well I think right off the bat it's the 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 uh, presence of, of ketone bodies in the blood right okay. and so that's going to have you know, ketosis is the only diet that, that you can you can quantify by testing your blood to see am I in ketosis or am I not am I making ketones ketones or am I not am I successful with the diet or am I not um, and so what's the question beyond that? You know, how is it different from a calorie deficit? I think there's a lot of benefit. I mean, you can do it either way. Um, you know, I, I was really bullish on the ketogenic diet. I still am a big fan. I don't think it's from everyone for everyone. Um, I'm a, I'm a more believer in the right diet at the right time based mm-hmm. on where the person's at and what they need. But if we're talking about fat loss, um, I think the ketogenic diet shines in, in many areas. And I've got a couple of notes here that I'm just going to go through. So if you, if you want to like stop me and, and chat about one particular point, you know, just, just, just uh, yeah. stop me. Yeah. I mean, if, if we look at most Americans, I think the number one issue is we're all metabolically unhealthy. 88% of Americans to be exact are metabolically unhealthy. That means that they are insulin resistance. That means that they have had so much sugar coming into their body that their body uh, can't keep it in the cell and it's spilling over into their blood and they can't regulate glucose, which leads to diabetes, which leads to non-alcoholic fatty liver, uh, which I've, I've had them all. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so we all know that, that, that diets, they suck, right? That you got hunger pains. Um, you're restrictive. It adds a lot of stress. A lot of people don't sleep. Where, where ketogenic comes in is we're talking about it's an easier way to get into a calorie deficit. It's a more tolerable way to get into a, a calorie deficit. And it's also going to correct that metabolism at the same time. So now I'm going from someone who uh, is dependent on carbohydrates, who has to eat every two to three hours, um, who can run on fat, who can go longer between meals, who can skip meals whenever they want. And the beauty of that comes because whenever your body releases ketones, it's going to suppress the hormone ghrelin, okay? Yeah. When you when you hear ghrelin, think of growling. That's like your stomach growling. So your hunger hormone is literally suppressed. Uh, and then leptin is your your signaling hormone that says, I'm, I'm satiated. I don't, I don't need anything right now. So that goes up. So right away, you're able to maintain this calorie deficit that you have to have in any weight loss scenario um, that's going to be blunting your hunger society. So you're not going to be hungry. A lot of people will tell me, you know, hey, I, I can't believe I went, I skipped breakfast and I ate lunch. And I wasn't even thinking about it. I don't even, I don't even know. What, we don't know what hu- true hunger is anymore. You know, we've got food availability on every corner. We're eating every two to three hours. And, um, 
it, it's just a pain in the butt. It's just um, a whole lot simpler to more intuitive. I mean, if you're looking at people that are going to be successful with, you know, managing a low calorie diet, these are the people that are in muscle building forms that, that don't have a lot of, that have a lot of time on their hands that can meal prep, that can uh, learn how to do everything right and can uh, and, and know how to exercise versus somebody who's intuitive who can just eat some fat, some protein, and let some vegetables fall in there. They're not going to feel it the rest of the day. So they don't have to be perfection. I am. I can't stand perfection. I can't stand dieting. Yeah. So I would rather teach my body to burn fat and to intuitively eat uh, so that I can reach my goal without stressing about it. Yeah. So you know, then – Go ahead. I was going to say, so then what is what is the take then on those who just say it's just calories, 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 calories. It's all about the daily energy expenditure. I mean, calories in, calories out has been debunked. Yes, we want to be in a calorie deficit, um, but there's all different types of, types of calories. I mean, even looking, if, if somebody is in a, um, a non-ketogenic calorie deficit, they're still likely eating grains. They're still likely eating bad fats. Um, you know, and these things are inflammatory. They call oxidative stress, inflammation. Inflammation is, is what kills us. Inflammation is what causes heart, heart disease, yeah. not red meat, not cholesterol, not, not fat. And so, you know, I think, I think, uh, I think, I think a calorie is not a calorie. You got to look at the quality of the calories that you're, you're, you're taking in mm-hmm. and what that is actually doing to your body, uh, both, both physically and on, a, on, on the inside, on a cellular level, you know, you can, you can, uh, Gosh, I mean, you, if it fits your macros, you can eat Twinkies and donuts and and continue to hit the same calorie deficit. Is that the same as eating a steak and, and a sweet potato? Yeah. Not at all. Well, no, but yeah, <laughs> I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So uh, I'm gonna, this is going to be jumping around because I feel like we're hitting so many things that, I, that I've been looking at is you touched on inflammation being the, the biggest thing that we're fighting, uh, whether it be... Uh, stress-induced inflammation, whether it's our diet. Um, so, do you find yourself kind of like going into that midway where you're taught where you coach mental nutrition and mindset, lifestyle? Is that the ultimate goal then, where you're fighting mostly just the inflammation? I think the ultimate goal is metabolic flexibility. Okay, so that means that I can burn both fat, both sugar. I can make ketones. Um, I'm not storing fat all day long. Um, you know, I can flip between both fuel sources. You know, somebody who's been eating sugar for 20, 30 years, you took, put them on a high fat diet. They're, they're going to get the keto flu. They're going to crash. They're going to feel like shit. Um, you give somebody who's been doing the ketogenic diet for, for a period of time, you give them a bunch of carbs. They're going to, they're going to fail a glucose test. They're going to look, they're going to get put on insulin if they're at the wrong doctor because they don't understand, uh, physiological insulin resistance versus regular insulin resistance. So, um, metabolic flexibility is the ultimate goal for my clients. Um, you're harder to kill. You're more intuitive, just like what I was talking about, mm-hmm. man. You know, you can eat fat, you can skip meals, you can fast if you need to. Um, you know, you can eat carbs and do well on them, especially when you're around exercise. Your body works better. But like when we're talking general, so you know, my class, everybody, everybody's individual. Everybody's so different, you know. And to say that everybody needs to do keto, that's not how it works. You know, everybody's at a different place on their journey. And I just, I was having a conversation with another uh, health enthusiast yesterday and, and, and I'm just getting to where I look at the health industry and I see these fad diets and they all are fantastic, but they are not without their side effects. Yeah. And if you're not doing them correctly and you don't know why and you think that I lost 30 pounds on keto and that's how I'm going to live the rest of my life. That is just, uh, that's, that's dangerous thinking. 
you know, so you got to know where you're at now, what your body needs. And, and that's what my clients get by the time they're done. We, there's no more questions. This is in the beginning to fix your metabolism. Yeah, we're going to do some ketogenic stuff. But once you've demonstrated that and you've met your weight loss goal, you've built muscle. That's another thing, catabolizing muscle in a uh, you know, you're going to spare lean muscle and you're going to burn fat. We don't want to lose weight. We want to lose fat. And so once they've done that, well, now there's nothing wrong with carbs. And usually those people have stripped so much body fat off. They're like, damn, I need to put some muscle on. So yeah, let's put some muscle on and let's give your body some carbohydrates after that so that you can recover. And what we even find then is somebody like myself, whenever I'm exercising really hard intensely, I can still have 150, 200 grams of carbs at nighttime. And I'm in ketosis the next morning because my body is optimal. Mm-hmm. My body is humming. My body is working like it's built to. Okay. That's interesting because most of the people, when I hear, um, like talking about the fad diets or even just talking about ketosis on like a YouTube platform or Instagram, or just like kind of like these influencers, they talk about it with this like long standing, you're doing it for like 10, 15 years at a time. And I, it's interesting <laughs> that you're talking about this as like breaking it up and meeting your needs where they are right now. Oh yeah, man. I mean, I mean, you, uh, sure. Most people need keto and and we need to be talking to the general American public about that. But you also got to understand that, I mean, dude, I've had traumatic brain injuries. Uh, A ketogenic is fantastic for me. People with epileptic seizures, fantastic for them. Do I stay in ketosis all the time? No, I don't think that's good either. But you know, there's a, there's an adaptation period, you know, and, and, and are we talking to a general pop person? Are we talking to an athlete? You know, now are you an athlete? That's going to give you all kinds of benefits to be fat adapted. Do you do that leading up to a competition? No, you do it in the off season because you know, it's going to take six to nine to, to, a, to a year to do that. But there's so many benefits. I mean, think about an athlete who can burn body fat. Oh, my God. Like, like you show up on race day fully capable of tapping into your own body fat. Maybe you had a sweet potato the night before, so you've got glycogen. You've got full glycogen uh, that you're going to be storing. So the person who who is not able to do that, and they say we're running at – what race do we run together? The uh, Spartan race or whatever. Yeah, the, uh, the Savage. So, so I, show up on, I show up on race day, the Spartan race. I've got some carbs and I've got the ability to burn, to burn fat. Other person doesn't. So what do they do? They load up on a big meal and about every, I don't know, 30 to 45 minutes, their energy is getting low. Their brain's getting tired. They're bonking. Their body's telling them, Hey, I need glucose. I need energy. So they give them glucose. Uh, and then they're fine. You know, they, maybe they do that a couple more times during the race. They cross the finish line, uh, with an inflamed gut, uh, but, and, and catabolizing muscle, right? So they are not doing well. Okay. So somebody who is a fat burner who does have some glycogen on them. So this is somebody who's keto, who's had a carbohydrate load going into it. They can, can probably consume like a bulletproof coffee in the morning. They don't need to refill anything. Uh, their, their body is going to, preferentially burn body fat up to 90, 95% effort. And it's going to spare that glycogen for when they do hundred, 110, they still cross the finish line with plenty of glycogen, plenty of body fat. And, and they are sparing that muscle and burning body fat. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're not, uh, they're, they are anabolic. They're not catabolic at that point. Okay. So like, but does that mean that that athlete needs to stay in ketosis the rest of their life. No, go eat some carbs. You just, you just worked your ass off, but you got to understand that. And most people don't have the time to dig into the research. And that's what these people are. They're researchers. They're seeing, Oh man, this stuff is awesome in the lab. But have you taken it to the streets, put boots on the streets and seen how this stuff works in the gym, how it works in the office and how it translates to you know the bedroom, the boardroom, all that stuff. 
So do you do you uh, advocate like for those who? I guess if I was to if I was to dip my toes into doing keto, do I do it for a specific amount of like set time, or is it just based off of just me getting into ketosis um, on the regular? Well, the first thing that I'm going to do with my clients is I, I, I cannot give you any kind of diagnosis. I can't write a prescription without a diagnosis. What? Right? So, <laughs> yeah. So so I'm going to. I mean, that's another dangerous thing to go, hey, this person needs keto. Why? Because they want to lose weight. What else? You know, so I I want your blood. I want to see, give me a, uh, my clients have to have a, um, gosh, an HbA1c. So that's um, an average of your three-month blood glucose. So what's your blood glucose look like? Um, And then I'm going to also get you a, a, a blood reader, ketone reader. Um, and we're going to see what your 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 fasting blood glucose is. We're going to see what your response is to certain meals. We're going to track some food for a while just to see where you're at now. We're going to talk about your energy levels. We're going to talk about what your goals are. I mean, it for me, and we're going to go through mindset for six weeks to understand why you're thinking and doing and acting the way that you are. So once we've got all of that, you're clear on your baggage from the past. You check that at the door. We understand where your metabolism is based on looking at your blood. We know what your goals are, what you're willing to do to get there. And so now we go, now let's start talking about nutrition. And so for that, most people, um, you know, you, you're a healthy dude. You've been doing a lot of this stuff for a long time. I mean, but I would still tell you to go slow. Yeah. So, you know, I talked about a thyroid issue earlier. A lot, of, a lot of nasty things can happen when you're switching fuel source. It's a big stress on the body. Are you also exercising? Are you sleeping well? Um, what's it like at work? What's your relationships like? Can you even handle that kind of stress right now? So it's not it's, it's not a one size fits all. And you got to go slow. You know, it's to, for the for the listener, um, some ways to do that now is to, just start start by having fat first thing in the morning. Like just have like, you know, eggs and bacon and avocado or have like a bulletproof coffee. And then, you know, the rest of the day, do whatever you were doing. You know, have some carbohydrates. Just I always say make sure you get enough protein. Mm-hmm. Um, after you've done that for a period of time, you can take away those carbs at lunchtime. You know, have fat and veggies and those kind of protein at breakfast and lunch and at dinner time. Get you, you know, get you two servings of sweet potato. Once you've done that for a period of time, that would be called uh, cyclical keto. So you're basically in a, a fat burning state all day long because you're not raising your blood sugar and your insulin and you're giving yourself carbohydrates at nighttime, which are going to, you know, give you some serotonin, reset your glycogen, allow you to exercise the next day, uh, not stress your body too much. So once you've done that for a good three to four weeks and you're feeling really good, you might even be skipping some meals by that, by that time, because you're not as hungry. Now I'm going to drop you into ketosis. So my clients, um, you know, it, if, if they're the right client and they qualify for that and, and that seems like it's going to be a good move for them, we probably don't drop them in until, you know, eight to 12 weeks in. Okay. Well, that's very interesting. Cause, uh, so I, I've worked, uh, at like supplement stores, right. And they, they slap keto on just about anything in there yeah. and people think that is the keto diet. So it's it's interesting to hear that, that this is actually more of a, uh, more of a journey than it is just like. I mean, I knew on my end that it wasn't as easy as that, but it's like the general populace has been told that you can just grab some keto BPI brand fat burners and then boom, you're in some ketosis. Yeah, and it's, I always have to remind myself of that because I'm so deep into this that that doesn't even like register on my radar. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I you know, I always I work with so many different people. I work with people that want to be high performers in the gym, that want to be high performers at, at the office. A lot of them are, are busy type A 
uh, you know, entrepreneurs that are crushing every area of their life and they see, uh, and, and yeah, I don't just work on, on exercise anymore. It could be your relationship. It could be your money. It could be your, you know, your job, your, your, you know, whatever that may be. We know that self-improvement, focusing on self-improvement uh, and focusing on that is going to focus all areas, is going to enhance all areas of life. So we're, we're really, I'm looking at the mind, body, spirit, looking at the, the entire person, understanding their goals and prescribing a, a plan to, to walk them through a progression so that in, in six to 12 months, which is how long I typically work with clients, they have completely transformed. They are a different person. Um, and, and, and the results show that, um, <clears throat> And it's, it's, it's not hard. It's just, they have to learn it. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not here. I'm not here to, I'm here to teach you how to fish. You know, I, I am not here to give you a diet plan and call you in, in two months and see how it's going. It's not how it works. This is, there's like, you know, mental, uh, emotional, spiritual, energetic, like all these different levels that we've got to be clear on and understand why and, and work through. And again, everybody's so different. Uh, but by the time we're done with this, um, I mean, you can literally be Superman or Superwoman. That is perfect because I plan on being a superhero when I grow up. So <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> you already are, man. You already are. Well, thank you. Um, talking, to, I wanted to dive into uh, just kind of skipping ahead um, because I'm I've been doing this on and off. I've been doing it on and off all last year, but for the past two months, I have. Just dove like head first in it, doing it all day, not all day, but every day for the past 45 days, um, doing the cold showers in the morning and doing that Wim Hof method breathing. I know it doesn't have to be just Wim Hof, but just doing that daily breathing. Um, let me just tell you, I, I don't know what your general thoughts are. This stuff is amazing. I'm starting to think it's a drug. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're... Yeah, I, I agree, man. I've been a Wim Hof fan for so many years. What, uh, like, why did you start doing it? What benefits are you looking for? Um, it's so I kind of going back to that one thing. I wanted to start my day with, uh, and I know we touched on this. I wanted to start my day with a little bit of adversity. Um, yeah. like, you've we always always heard that one thing of like, oh, make your bed in the morning, so you start off yeah. with with some sort of achievement. But uh, yeah. I wanted to start my day with like something I dreaded. What's funny though is it for the first like ten days it was like oh my god I gotta take another cold shower but then it got to a point where now I look forward to it. Oh yeah, you get this like kind of sadistic smile like that 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 deep breath you take right before you get in and your body's going no I'm not doing this and you're going no you're going in there. <laughs> so is there I guess this is what I I need uh, <laughs> I need for myself to feel better about this. Does this fall under woo woo, or have you found uh, like some sort of like scientific backings along with? Because I know Wim oh, Hof has no, 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 no. Go on Wim's website and look at all the science they're yeah. doing. I mean, they've got I can't remember if it's I think it's Stanford showing an eight hundred percent increase in, in norepinephrine and dop dopamine. I mean, you are you are literally communicating with the autonomic nervous system, which is thought to be impossible. Uh, lowering inflammation, reversing autoimmune, you know, just. Um, Gosh, renewing um, or, or resetting. What's the word I'm looking for? I guess resetting neurotransmitters, um, activating or, or yeah, activating the, the the rest and digest, switching from a fight or flight, you know, sympathetic to a parasympathetic state. Uh, there is, I mean, for me personally, it, it, I've used it so many times in so many different ways. And it, when I first got into it, 
um, I was, I was going through Lyme disease and doctors told me, Hey, you can't exercise anymore. That was my, my outlet. And so that crushed me. I didn't know what I was going to do. got really mm-hmm. depressed and I got lucky that I heard, uh, heard him on Joe Rogan. And so I started doing it there and I started having these emotional releases and these, uh, amazing, uh, uh, breakthroughs that were allowing me to deal with the, the anxiety and the depression and the sleep. And then, uh, you know, just this past year after the, the second traumatic brain injury car accident I was in. Um, I got what's called dysautonomia, okay? And that's like your your autonomic nervous system isn't functioning correctly. And so that means the vagus nerve is sluggish. The vagus nerve, you know, runs through your entire body. It's called the wandering nerve, and it basically touches every organ. And so if it's not functioning properly, you're not functioning properly. And a, a big one is going to be digestion. So I was having this terrible digestion. Food was just kind of sitting on top of my stomach. I mean, I got really thin after the accident. Um, there was, there was times when I could only eat one meal a day. You know, I did everything from the carnivore diet to autoimmune. Um, and then once a doctor told me, Hey, I think you've got this dysautonomia stuff. Well, I started researching that and understood the vagus nerve. I've always been a big fan of the vagus nerve and doing different exercises to, to, um, to stimulate that nerve. And so I, I found that, that, uh, Wim Hof was allowing me to, to do that. And so the craziest thing happened. I was at a really low point. Um, I, I'd eaten a meal. I was, I was, I had these, this big tomahawk ribeye I was ready to cook. I ate, I ate breakfast at like eight o'clock. Mm. Well, dinner wasn't until six and I, 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 I didn't have any stomach, any room in my stomach to eat it. And I just like broke down. And, uh, I remember I went that laid down, did the Wim Hof breathing and my food digested. Wow. And I was like, I was like, holy shit. And so I also understood that, you know, and, and everybody was telling me, all the doctors I was working with was like, Hey, you don't need any more stress in your life. You can't do this cold right now. Like your ner- your fight or flight is cranked to the max and your rest and digest is like, you need to work on that. So meditate, quit jumping in cold. I'm like, that makes sense until I understood the signals that we send our body. So we are basically made up of, of amino acids and these signals and the signals are what we send from my environment. So the way I perceive my environment is the way that I signal my DNA. My DNA is not shit. It's just, it's just a, a blueprint, but it it, it upregulates and downregulates and turns off and turns on based on my perception of things. So what I would realize is that my perception going into that cold was, this is a scary thing and I need to avoid this. Like these doctors are telling me not to do it. Yeah. So what am I doing? My breath is, <laughs> I'm breathing from my chest. I'm sending the signal to my body. We're in a, we're in a scary place. So that means let's, let's turn on all of these uh, adaptive hormones that cause stress and anxiety. When in the book that I was reading, they said, you've got to go in there and teach your body. Like Wim says, you got to, the cold is a great teacher, which you're finding out, right? The cold is your friend. And so you got to go in there and belly breathe and calm down and take deep breaths. And when you do that, you are overriding. You are in a state of extreme stress. Like Stanford measured these people doing these breathing techniques, and they saw that they have the same adrenaline and norepinephrine as someone jumping out of a plane for the first time. Mm -hmm. So if I can override that strong uh, response in my body of fear and anxiety, and I can say, hey, we're cool, we're calm. I started having those uh, uh, emotional breakthroughs. I would cry. It would be like, it was funny. I would like, uh, I would start laughing hysterically and then I'd cry for a second and then I'd laugh hysterically again. And I'm like, what was that? And that's, that's, that's the emotion leaving the body. So if I can take that negative emotion and stress that's pent up in my body and I can release that with Dr. Joe and what quantum physics tells us now I've released that energy into the field so that I can take and create something new with it. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's crazy. Cause it's, I, it's, 
when I first did it, I could, when I got to the point where I was like laughing, like it just felt weird. It felt uh, so alien to me. Um, cause what I'll do is I'll, I I've gotten to, this is what I do in the morning is I'll, I'll take like a 90 second, really cold shower to the point where I don't even feel it's cold anymore. And then yeah. I will crank it to not hot, like hot, hot, but I'll crank it to like warm. And I feel the cold blood going in my body, just like leaving. It's so, I don't know if I'm doing it right, but it's so uh, relieving. Cause I'll just start laughing. And then after that, for like 30 seconds, I'll crank it back to cold. It's for every, every morning I've been doing that. It's so therapeutic. And then that so you're, you're on to something there, but you need to go a step further. Okay. So in Wim's course, I, I took that a long time ago. I took it again this past year. Uh, he works up to where he does the, the cold contrast is what I would call it. And so what you want to do is exactly what you're doing. Go in cold. You know, what I like to do is just I like to turn it to warm and go in because now it's cold outside. It's going to take like a good minute for it to warm up. So uh, get cold, get in there, get used to it, you know, start breathing, get your giggles going. And then once it turns hot, you want to you want to start going 10 seconds hot, 30 seconds cold. Okay. Do that 10, 10 times. So what you're doing is you're opening and you're, you're dilating and uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? You're opening and closing the blood vessels and, uh, you know, pushing, uh, uh, you know, nutrients all over the body, doing that kind of thing. And you finish on cold, always finish with two minutes of cold. And so that's what Wim has showed is like one of the most effective ways to do the cold, especially with the shower. Do you ever get to a point where you you find it hard to believe some of the things that uh, that are that are true about this? Where you're just like, how the hell is this uh, is this possible? Um, man, the more <laughs> the more I learn about the body, I mean, it's an amazing healing machine, and we don't utilize you know even a, a small percentage of it. So you know, with meditation, with with breath work you know, there's always new levels and things that I find and, and no, nothing surprises me anymore, dude. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, even talking about like, we should have another conversation about psychedelics, like psychedelics, breath work, um, you know, meditation. Um, I, the, the, the meditations that I do now, I've been doing this for 10 years, really gotten into it the past two or three years. I get so deep, so far out in my meditation that it feels like I took a drug. And, um, you know, I remember the first time I ever really felt it, um, I was sitting beside my wife. Uh, I didn't, I went to another planet. I, I've, I've never had a drug that even a psych, a really strong psychedelic experience. And I've done DMT and I mean, it, it nothing, uh, nothing can get there. And it's amazing that we can do that with our own bodies. This is a, this is a question I had, cause I know you, uh, you're a coach and you, you do a life coach and every not life coach, but a health coach and everything. Why is it that, uh, we see, such a stark difference in the market between health and nutrition and self-help books, right? Because self-help books always end up on like the mental toughness, mental stability, building and manifesting your destiny. But then on the flip side, they don't mention anything about, you know, health and wellness and what you're eating and everything. And on the flip side, you don't see any of that on the health and wellness side. So do you, do you uh, run into any issues when you start to uh, merge the two? I think you've got to have the complete package. I can't, I think you can't have one without the other. You can manifest all day long, but if you don't do anything about it, you just sit on your couch and watch TV and eat potato chips. Like nothing's going to happen. You got to do the work too. Okay. So, you know, it, it's all, it's all part of the process. And I think I, I hate when I see people, I don't hate anything, but you know, it's, it sucks when you see somebody who's really dialed in one area and has neglected other areas. It's just like the type a uh, businessman who's making half a million dollars a year and, and hates his life. 
you know, like mm-hmm. it's, it's because he's neglected his health and his nutrition and his mindset and his spirit. And, you know, you got to feed all aspects of your life. And, you know, one, if, if you, if you don't, you know, take care of one aspect, the rest of it falls apart. You make a bunch of money and, and, uh, you know, you treat your family like shit. Well, what do you got? You know, you, you, you got a bunch of money and you, and you bunch of awesome experiences and a great relationship, you know, but you feel like shit and you, and you, you don't have your health. Like, what do you got? You know? So yeah, I, I want it all. And, and uh, you know, the, the quicker, and, and that's, that's kind of like why I do what I do is because over the years I found these little things that, that improved me and made me better. And, and uh, you know, optimization, like optimize my mindset, my nutrition, my lifestyle. Um, but when I really figured out how to put it all together and how to guide someone through that, you know, that's where the magic happens. I mean, my, my purpose and my passion on this earth is to, is to, after what I've been through and, and the amazing recovery and benefits that I've seen, coming back from death's bed. I mean, think what a normal person can do that hasn't had to deal with that, you know, that maybe hasn't had those kind of challenges or maybe they are facing those challenges and it's time to, and it's time to change. Like you got to do everything right, man. And so I I guess what I'll end on on this is, is, uh, you know, I'd rather be preventative than, than having to to fix my life or what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, Prevention versus, uh, You know, I'd rather yeah. I'd rather prevent than have to like save my ass later. Yeah, I, I know, can, that's a that's a hard place. But that's where most people they don't ask for help. They don't realize that they're in trouble, uh, that they need help until it's too late, and that's a really tough place to come back from. Now, saying that, you can come back from anything. If you can hurt the body, if you can if you can get sick, you can heal. Um, you're not broken. Um, you have to understand that. That's a it's, it's a it's a process, man. That's why I think it's so important to have somebody who's been there. I'm always creating what I, the program that I wish I had 10 years ago when I had my life taken from me and I got mine back and I just want to give that to other people. Okay. You deserve it. Well, uh, touching on the, on the, the, the prehab, I think, uh, in order to kind of illustrate that for people, everyone bitches and complains when they get an injury or when life hits them hard. And you pointed this out at the very beginning. If you can, if you can like look past where you're at and realize that you are actually sitting under the apple get the hell out of the way then you need to take that preemptive step yeah yeah i mean it's it's it, what i share with my clients is being at cause and, and being in effect are you gonna are you gonna sit under an apple tree let it fall on your head and, and blame the apple tree or are you gonna get out of the way and take a bite true true <laughs> Unless the apple is gross then spit that out <laughs> <laughs> this has got a worm in it yeah um, so kind of touching this to the last thing, cause I know, uh, we're going to plug this. Um, so you have a private, uh, community, um, description is going to be in the link for everybody. So what, what can people, uh, expect if they were to join, uh, the, the community? Yeah, I mean, it's just starting. So it's, it's, uh, we're going to see what, what happens, man. We're building a community of like-minded people. Um, just trying to share positivity, trying to share, you know, different recipes and things that I'm, that I'm working on and have clients come in and ask questions and, you know, do little interviews. Eventually I'm going to roll out some group coaching here along with the private, just a way to, um, uh, to, to reach more people at a lower price. So I'm going to be you know offering that there and, uh, you know, just answering questions and, um, you know, just enjoying other people and, and, uh, seeing, seeing what comes out of it, man. Perfect. And like so I said, that's a great place to, to reach out and ask any questions you have and interact with the group. 
Okay, so there's like there's no off limit questions. There's no stupid questions in this. You can come in there with a general. Yeah, sense. no, no, no. There is no. I love. I love. I mean, that's what I do, man. I answer all kinds of questions. We want. There's no dumb question. That's good because I feel like uh, some people, or at least I found on my end, that uh, a lot of people they build this in their head that they don't want to ask, even if it's like simple questions of like, "What is ketosis?" Like, there's expected to know, and I feel like people don't feel like they can ask these questions. Yeah, and you got people that are uninformed that don't understand things enough, and I'm, you know, and they're gonna they're gonna give you some BS canned response that doesn't make sense, but. You know, I don't know everything, and I'm happy to tell you when I don't know something, and I'll do some research if I need to, and uh, you know, let's, let's all work together and, and you know, make this a, a cool community to be a part of. Yeah, man. Well, Mitch, this was uh, it's an absolute pleasure. We're going to definitely have you on again because there's a lot that we can unpack. We only kind of hit the surface on three big subjects, um, and I would love to have you back on so we can kind of dive into at least one of them 100%. I'll have to, uh, I have to get you to the house next time and we can do some, I got, I'm building a gym up here and got some sauna and hopefully the cold pool. So we could, uh, eat a little mushroom and jump in the hot and the cold, do some yoga, do all the fun stuff. And this, who knows what'll come out then. This is literally turning into a Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> 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 that verbatim. That's what this is turning into. I hope into. that's okay. <laughs> that's, it's perfect. Um, so uh, like I said, description is going to be in the link, guys, uh, for the free consulting and listeners. Um, oh, also, Mitch, you wanted to mention that there is a uh, free consulting. Oh, yeah, yeah. So any any listener of the podcast um, can reach out to me, whether that's my website, my social media, to, to schedule a free consult. And the way that looks, it's, it's a two-step process. Number one, we're just going to hop on the call, and we're not going to talk any business. I'm just going to see, uh, can I help you? Um, and, and do we like each other? And, and, if, and if both of those are true, then I'm going to invite you to a second call where we could go really deep into you know what's holding you back, what's your limiting beliefs, and, and what do you really want to achieve? Um, and, and if all that sounds good, at the end of that call, I'm going to make an offer. But like I said, anybody that's interested um, in, in life coaching and health coaching, um, reach out. I've got a free consult and uh, would, would love to chat with you to see if uh, it would be beneficial for both of us. Sounds good. So, guys, the uh, links to that will be in the description. Uh, you guys can hit up Mitch Webb on his website, www.mitchweb.com. Instagram is at kmitchweb, and his email is k.mitch.web at gmail.com. Mitch, thanks again for being on. Tyler, you're the man. I really appreciate it, dude. It's a blast. Guys, if you enjoyed this podcast, please share with a friend. If you subscribe and rate this podcast, Please do it on Apple. Follow us on Spotify. Do all the things that you need to do. Follow us on Instagram at Cooler Conversations. And as always, this podcast is the culmination of cool stories and the coolest people. This is Cooler Conversations. Later.